0: Welcome everyone to the Aversionist Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torn, and with me is my co-host, Peyton. How's Hi. It going? That's going good.
1: Um, so, we got a good show today. There's a disgusting amount of news, to be honest. There's a lot to talk about. And then, we're going to be getting into the topic for this week's episode, which is our unpopular movie, comic book movie, opinions. So, yeah. Should we uh, should we get into this news?
0: Yeah, let's get into it. I don't
1: even know where to start. There's so much news. I think let's start with. Uh, there's some pretty exciting stuff towards the end. So I'll save some of that stuff for last. Um, but let uh, let's start with some miscellaneous stuff. Uh, the Uncharted trailer released.
0: Looks good so far. It I looks. Like how they're... Fun. I like I like how they're doing. Uh, I mean, it is kind of weird they're starting off with like Uncharted three and four, but I'm sure they'll explain some things along the way. But,
1: but uh, yeah, like a, a, but I, yeah, I see people say that, and I feel like it's those are more just like references to the games, and they're just set pieces. It's not like they're following the story beats of three and four. Mm-hmm. I think we obviously no one really knows yet, but I, yeah. I think those are just like look, it's the plane. Or, yeah, but it doesn't actually mean anything story wise.
0: Yeah, but like, you know, Blacky like said it is, does it does look like a fun movie, so I am excited to see that. I
1: I understand people's concerns about Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. I think I don't think Tom Holland is a terrible choice. I th- I think it's a little bit jarring, but I feel like once we see the movie, once we get into the movie, his uh performance and his presence will sort of settle in a bit. Mark Wahlberg
0: yeah. on the other hand, <laughs> I don't yeah, know if I can Warwick get over it's kind of it was kind of weird seeing him um it's cuz like I feel like I just think of the Transformers movies and I because of that I can't really take Mark Wahlberg seriously um you know cuz it's like he tries to be serious and then it just doesn't work out you know so we'll see you know I have I have hopes
1: yeah I I I hope it's good Video game movies obviously have their bad track record, but every time the yeah. one comes out, it's like maybe this one will break the streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Next piece of news is uh, Mel Gibson has been cast in the John Wick prequel series, The Continental.
0: Was a John Wick prequel series? Yeah, there's out? a John Wick prequel series co- uh, coming oh, out. There, um, there is a, there is a John Wick prequel series. Take my money. John Wick won't be in it. I know, but still, anything with John Wick, take my money. Uh see, I'd agree,
1: but with Mel Gibson's casting, this is a this is a great way uh, for me not to watch something.
0: <laughs> well oh yeah, so like well, what's the cast?
1: Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson is an is a known racist.
0: <laughs> see, I haven't I don't know much about Mel Gibson. Like, I thought, like, I thought he was, like, I thought he was, like, doing, like, casting for that project.
1: Nah, no, he's, he's been cast in it.
0: Oh, shit. Well, I mean, I I have no, I have no words.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not watching this. Uh, Let's, uh, let's move on to some Star Wars news, some pretty exciting Star Wars news, a couple things. The production on the Disney Plus series, The Acolyte, is on track for an early 2022 start. This is exciting for me. This personally is my most anticipated Star Wars uh, Disney Plus series. Because it's something new. Something we haven't seen before. And I'm I'm excited for Obi-Wan. I'm excited for Ahsoka and stuff like that. But The Acolyte is like unexplored territory for live-action Star Wars, and I'm super excited to see that. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, uh, the big news, which came out yesterday, I want to say? At the time of recording, obviously. uh, Hayden Christensen will reprise his role as Anakin Skywalker in the Ahsoka series.
0: Bro, I just started crying and screaming when I saw that, bro. That was amazing. As we all did. Because
1: if we see a flashback sequence from the clone wars with young ahsoka and clone wars uh anakin i mean come on
0: i, I mean, know, right
1: i mean he'll probably be a force coast too which will also be great i'd love to see that but any any oh, we're getting live action content with anakin and that's so exciting that's so exciting uh so as far as dc news goes um some interesting (laughs) developments let's say um ruby rose the previous actress for kate Kane or batwoman uh has come out against warner brothers uh tv and she i mean she's called them out on a ton of stuff
0: definitely horrible like, horrible working conditions uh like showing showing like graphs of like her like spine because you know she was like almost paralyzed something yeah like that. and then she had to go in, into work like 10
1: days after and, and stuff like that so she's called out warner brothers tv and all sorts of stuff and it's it's pretty bad uh people are also skeptical of some of the stuff she's uh accused them of which i I get because some of it is a bit extreme. Like she said that, that, uh, I forgot what, what cast member exact or what, uh, what crew member exactly she said, but like someone's, like, like flesh was being like burned off.
0: Mm, that's, and, what, that's crazy.
1: And, like the in the studio or whatever didn't like pay for like any therapy for the crew and stuff because they literally watched like this person's skin come off their face and it's like like that's insane and it's and some people aren't really buying that so warner brothers tv came out with a response and it's the typical sort of you know response to stuff like this They said, quote, Despite the revisionist history that Ruby Rose is now sharing online, aimed at the producers, the cast and crew, and the network, and the studio, the truth is that Warner Brothers Television has decided not to exercise its option to engage Ruby for season two of Batwoman based on multiple complaints about workplace behavior that were extensively reviewed and handled privately out of respect for all concerned. So it's just like a nothing response that's like, we're innocent. And she's like, with no real evidence to back up anything. Uh people people are choosing to believe Warner Brothers. I f- I find it hard to believe Warner Brothers after I mean the Ray Fisher thing. Yeah, Ray Fisher, I mean just uh, a whole bunch of stuff. There's been people calling out a Warner Brothers TV before from other CW shows. And one of the actors, I believe the actor who plays like uh what's his name uh, that woman no 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 the the guy
0: what what guy uh lucius fox's son oh oh i mean the of the actor yeah don't know the actor's name i don't know the actor's name either but that guy uh he
1: he came out and he said like she got fired and she was horrible to work with essentially and so and people are more inclined to believe him because he's not he's a crew member but at the same time you have people saying well obviously he's gonna like you know vouch for them for yeah for the studio because he, he doesn't want to yeah but then there's also people saying well he didn't have to say anything which is true so this whole situation is a mess and we're just gonna have to wait until more stuff comes out about uh, this. Yeah. Other than that, there's only another there's only one more piece of DC news. Uh, it's about the Batman. It says Bruce Wayne will be struggling with mental illness throughout the Batman, and it will tie into his mother's past troubles with mental illness as well. So this is an interesting uh, thing to do for Batman. Something we haven't really seen before. Like obviously Batman has struggled through mental illness and stuff like that, but to like tie it in to his mother is something we haven't seen, really. Mm -hmm. So that'll be interesting. Any news on the Batman, I will take. So now we're going to move into some Marvel news. And, of course, like every week, there's just a million pieces of Marvel news because a million things are going on at Marvel. Uh, The first piece of news is, I hope I don't butcher this name, Mohan Kapoor, who plays uh, Kamala Khan's father in Miss Marvel. Has stated that the series is likely to release in June or July of 2022, rather than the previously expected January or February. So that sucks. Uh, I assume it's probably because of uh, post production. Yeah. She she's a very CG heavy character, and I think that while it, this does suck, and it was it so this is like. Well I was gonna say it's the second delay but we didn't really we knew it was delayed it wasn't gonna come out yet this year but we didn't know it was delayed when so it's more like the first delay uh this sucks but we're I mean we're just gonna have to wait longer you know
0: is what it is yeah I mean it could be it could be worse but I think the summer is a good um point for the show to come out definitely uh, so I'm not, I'm not like you know I'm not upset about that considering. Of the layout of movies that are coming along, you know, like with the Batman coming out in March, uh, Doctor Strange uh, being delayed, some of the other projects, uh, Dr. Strange coming out in May. So, I think that I think it works, it it fits really well. Yeah, you mentioned it a little bit there, but speaking
1: of delays, there's been quite a few uh, delays in the MCU slate. Uh, the first of which, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which was previously slated to come out on March 25th, is now coming out May 6th. So a lot of these delays aren't really all that extreme, except one of them. One of them is pretty extreme. Uh, this again, this sucks. But again, we're just going to have to wait a little bit longer. It's not it's not that big of a big of a delay. So I don't really yeah. I don't really see anything to worry about with these delays, but. Uh, this is what they are. Thor Love and Thunder, which was previously dated on May 6th, which is where Doctor Strange is now, is moving to July 8th, 2022. So again, a couple months delay. This one's a a little bit more extreme. Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which was previously dated for July 8th, is now moving to November 11th. So a little bit of a longer delay, but still not all that crazy. Now the Marvels was coming out 2022, but now is coming out, uh, February 17th, 2023. Yeah. Uh, which was previously the date for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which has now moved to July 28th, 2023. And there's also a couple other, uh, unnamed, uh, Marvel movies that also got delayed. Mm. But because we didn't know what those are, we don't, there's no real attachment to them. So it is what it is. So again, these delays suck, but they're, this is just the world we live in right now. But also Kevin Feige said that they felt comfortable shifting these slots because one, they have so many slots and two, uh, they felt the need to give their productions more time. So these aren't rushed which I'll take a non rushed movie over a rushed movie any day, right? Yeah. Along with that. that, we have a couple uh, bits of news. Fantastic Four and the A Nova movie are reported to start production in 2023. So maybe for a 2024, 2025 release. Usually these MCU movies had a year turnaround time, but I think because of the pandemic and stuff, They've sort of they feel more comfortable taking a little bit more time with their movies, which I think is a is a good thing. Uh, but yeah, Fantastic Four
0: and Nova coming sooner than we think should have gotten Nova in twenty eighteen. No,
1: he sucks. I'm just kidding. Shut up. Next piece of news is the Eternals premiere happened, and the early reactions are unsurprisingly very positive.
0: So that's very super positive. exciting.
1: So yeah, it's very, it's, uh, very positive. The post-credit scene leaked. Don't,
0: <laughs> please. Oh yeah.
1: So if you don't want spoilers, you know, tread lightly. Which is so odd because I feel usually, usually stuff from those things don't leak. Like Venom made sense because it was a fan screening, but like this was this was like an official premiere. I don't know what happened. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But yeah, it's super exciting. You know. Uh, Eternals is, looks like one of the most different MCU movies we're going to be getting. And that seems to be reflected in the reviews. People are saying it's the most unique MCU movie, which is very exciting. If you're sort of tired of that MCU look and MCU vibe, then this movie probably be for you. Next bit of news is... Guardians of the Galaxy Three has begun shooting kind of. Uh James Gunn said that uh Chris Pratt is on set and they're rehearsing and doing camera tests and stuff. So it's their first day, but not really. It's their it's like technically their first day of production, but it's not their first day of shooting.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, he said he said like his first day was months ago, but like actual first day of shooting is a while off so along with that we have uh, have you seen this book that came out called uh, the story of Marvel Studios it's like this this book officially licensed by Marvel Studios that tells sort of the story of everything Nah, I haven't seen it well the author of said book has uh, has sort of hinted at the fact that agents of shield is not part of the MCU that Agent Carter is part of the MCU. So, people are sort of like freaking out. Agents of Shield fans are obviously sad and mad about it that Agents of Shield is in the MCU. And I, I honestly, I never really thought Agents of Shield was in the MCU. I don't know about you. Like there I'm, there's like connections there, but they they don't I don't know. It just doesn't it it doesn't feel like it's connected at all
0: yeah i i mean i never really i never really watched agents of shit like that i tried to but i dropped it but like i still like whenever i saw scenes i was like that's not part of the mcu at all because you know like well one of the things was like you know like ghost rider ghost is not even in the mcu yet so i don't think that would really do it with with so, you know, like with that show. Yeah. And there's just some other they try to make it canon, you know, with all that, you know, Infinity War type thing, like whatever, like, but it didn't work out. So I just never thought that the show was canon in the first place. I've seen
1: people saying that the first like few seasons are canon, but then after that they sort of split off into their own timeline. Which I which I I get, but I I mean still I, I doubt that show will have any bearing on the MC. It did if it's canon, if it's not canon It doesn't really matter, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, So moving beyond that, this is a very exciting piece of news. It looks like uh, the She-Hulk series may set up a World War Hulk movie that is already eyeing production in late
0: 2022. I Oh my God. Like, I said this so many times, and I know that there is a large part of the mcu fandom that agrees is that hulk is just like he he doesn't get enough appreciation and the the mcu did him dirty i've said this i will keep saying it i'm glad that we're getting something revolving world war hulk the world war hulk story um it's kind of a big one to do but uh, i want to see what they do with that I mean I'm you, just you know you know
1: these movies they like take a uh, take storylines, yeah. but they sort of morph them to
0: fit their universe so yeah I know but nonetheless I'm glad that we're getting a Hulk movie something that's been long long overdue 100% so <sighs> Sony has
1: added two untitled Marvel movies to their 2023 release slate and that doesn't include Kraven so if everything goes according to plan there's going to be three Sony Marvel movies in 2023. People are speculating that it's like Venom 3, which makes sense. And people are people are just sort of speculating on speculating on the second one, but people are pretty confident that it's, that it's Venom 3. Um I don't I, I, don't, I don't care for these Sony Marvel movies so I'm just like hey more of more of this <laughs> <clears throat> but I don't know Morbius isn't out yet so maybe that'll be fantastic for all we know you know that's sure uh, beyond that we have some no way home news a few p- pieces of no way home news uh, a, a new uh, cover came out for I believe it was Empire magazine and there was a, a couple variations. It's there. Uh, Spider-Man's there in his new suit that we haven't that we hadn't seen bes- seen before, besides leaks. And he's there. He's like holding his this sort of like a magical Doctor Strange web that's been uh, hinted at with leaks and stuff. Along with that, someone uh, in the replies to one of those tweets, the Sony account replied with three spiders three spiders emoji three spider-men
0: Ooh, mm, interesting, there's interesting. a rumored
1: runtime time uh, for no way home that's two hours and 30 minutes which makes nah. sense no nah, I need it to be eight hours long bro I mean I'd take eight hours but I think I'd prefer 24
0: oh yeah you're right Along right. with
1: that, we have a couple of new stills that literally just came out this morning, that recorded this. Uh, so, the no way the 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 magazine cover that came out a couple a couple days ago. Actually, I think it was just yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, it shows the alternate cover that shows uh, all not all the villains, but most of the villains, and one of them that's now 100 percent confirmed that was mostly speculation before in, from the trailer is Sandman. So Sandman's 100 gonna be in the movie. That's cool. I forget the actor's name in Spider-Man 3. Do you remember his name?
0: Thomas Hayden I mean um, Thomas Hayden Church or something? Yes. Like that.
1: Yes. He was fantastic. He doesn't get a lot of credit,
0: but definitely does he was great. We're not gonna we're gonna skip over the fact that i almost said Hayden Christensen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I heard that. God, I was I was like, what? <laughs> Bye, <man. laughs>
1: but uh, oh,
0: damn, yeah. So but, yeah,
1: the three emoji tweet. That's that's definitely a tease, right? There's no way. Like I saw people saying, "Well, three spiders for the third movie," and I was like, I mean, maybe, but I doubt it.
0: Uh, but I doubt it. I doubt it as well. What do you think about those new stills? They're really they're really cool. The second one. I'm gonna make some memes with that one. Is, it, is a uh, I'm gonna make a meme with a, with the yeah. With people one are one. not happy about that one. They're not happy. Well, yeah, I've seen people like oh the the CGI like bro like sorry that you know long mechanical like octopus legs aren't real like no it's not that it's like
1: because Spider Man looks weird the fact that he's running away Doc what? Ock doesn't have a shadow. It is weird that, in fairness, though that is a weird still to use. Like, why that one? I don't know. But the second one, it's
0: it's looking it's looking good. Yeah, yeah, the one with his mask off and everything on mm-hmm. damage. Yeah, looks more like Tom Holland said visceral. Definitely,
1: I really, uh, I want him to get his ass beat <laughs> like really bad. Someone said, uh, "I need to see a damaged version of that
0: suit." I uh never mind. I'll I'll read this comment later. I'm not I'm not reading comments right now. I'm not reading no, comments. What is it, what it say? Someone said Tom's Peter can't keep his mask on even if you paid him. But then someone is a Chad and was like, nah, that's all Spider Man. They always take they always uh like to take their mask off. That's what facts. Chad. But what it also Chad. could have been pulled off. I mean we we're seeing that still out of context. True.
1: But uh, yeah, that's the news of the week. All right, got through it fast, but there was a lot. I had to (laughs) just rush them. But so yeah, let's get into our topic for this week: Uh, unpopular comic book movie or just movie opinions. Um, Why don't you? uh, Why don't you start us off?
0: All right. So my first opinion is that. Ben Affleck's Daredevil, like, just his character um, is actually not that bad to me. Um, I think, of course, you know, I'm not going to compare it to the Netflix one because we all know that's peak fiction. But I think for what it was at the time, too, I don't think his Daredevil was, like, you know, horrible. The movie itself is bad, but it, his character, no. And I also like the red... Leather, you know, traditional Daredevil suit. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that.
1: Yeah. It was really nice. I agree to a certain extent. I don't think Ben Affleck was bad. I think he did good. Obviously, he doesn't hold a candle to Charlie Cox, but, you know, uh, for the time, uh, Mm. he was good. Movies trash. I don't like the suit. Uh, I like it. But I also don't really like the Netflix one either. I want to see the it's, Netflix one on. Like, I want to see the traditional. The Daredevil suit is just like the Flash suit. It's like it's insanely difficult to
0: pull off in live action. Yeah, and I mean that could be said for like a lot of comic book suits. Any suit action. that sort of
1: had has like that onesie sort of skin tight look to it, except Spider like Spider Man, but that has a mask. Like Daredevil and Flash have the half thing going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it definitely is, like, pretty hard to pull off. But, like, I don't know, because also I saw that movie when I was, like, super-duper young. So, like, that kind of has, like, that's that suit itself has, like, a special place in my heart. Yeah, I get Um, that. So, that's probably, that's one of my unpopular opinions.
1: Yeah, one of mine is, uh, the Winter Soldier is not as good as people think. Oh, yeah, I'm done. End the podcast. Okay. End it. My bad. Okay, (laughs) well, thank you for listening to, no. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, it's overrated. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's okay. not. It's good. It's it's a great movie. It's still mm-hmm. it's still top five, yeah. MCU movies, mm-hmm. but people act like it's the best Marvel movie to ever exist.
0: Oh yeah, and then it, you know that that's it's not. fine. I generally think that um, the Winter Soldier is a. Shit, you know how much I love the Winter Soldier. You know how much I love that movie, but I can. Um, I can definitely see where you're coming from with that. And I, you know, I, I'm not going to argue. Good. <laughs> so now, without saying that, um, you're wrong. I'm kidding. So for my second unpopular opinion. Oh, man. Going to get some hate. Not saying this is a bad movie. All right. Because with the the certain word I'm going to say, people will say, oh, my God, it's a bad... You're saying it's bad. No. The Dark Knight is overrated, right? It is an overrated movie. Probably one of the most overrated movies, superhero movies ever. Elaborate, please. Elaborate? Elaborate, please. What about it is overrated? It is a good... Okay, it's a good movie, right? By... I just... I really feel like most of it has to do with Heath Ledger, Yeah. because like most of most of the time, or at least of what I've seen, is whenever I see all the the, you know the Dark Knight, right? It's mostly tied to the fact that it was with Heath Ledger's Joker. So of course, but of course, Heath Ledger's Joker is a standout to like you know that that movie. And the thing is, is that just because, you know, it has either Joker, I don't, I'm not seeing much of Batman. So whenever I think of The Dark Knight, I don't think of Batman. I think of just mostly of it being Joker. So I don't see it as a reason for it to be as hyped as it is, you know. And like, I think with Nolan, Nolan is a phenomenal uh, director and some, you know, cinematographer too. He's a cinematographer is uh, to a certain extent uh, he does he knows what he's doing with the he has a good Batman good iteration of Batman but the Dark Knight I just don't see the hype with all that there and that, and of course that's not taken away from any, everyone's acting talent as well because you know Christian Bell can act uh, Michael Caine is always fantastic in any role that he's in Um, not a big fan of uh, what is it Maggie Hall yeah Maggie not Gyllenhaal a big fan, not, not a big fan of her um and tell that to Jake face. I, I will. Oh. And anyways, I just I don't see I don't see the entirety of the hype of the Dark Knight. I do think it's a really good I think it's a good movie, sometimes even really good. And the trilogy itself is is a really is really good. I just don't, you know, see it all that well for me, you know.
1: Yeah, I agree I agree to a certain extent. I don't. I wouldn't say it's one of the most overrated superhero movies of all time. I don't know if I go I, that far. I think it. I mean, I think I, it I deserves think so. to be in the top five conversation. But mm. I do agree with the fact that it's very much um, carried by Heath Ledger's Joker. When any yeah. I watch that movie and he's not on screen, I'm like, okay, can we can we get back to can we get back to the Joker, please? Because that's really all I want to see. Yeah. So I, I I do agree in that sense.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, the next one for me. Here we <laughs> here we go here we go. <clears throat> the Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie since Empire. Uh, uh, okay. And it's not a competition at all. Mm. The Last Jedi is
0: just. It's so, good. <laughs> it's so and, good. And the thing is, I I forgot you are going to put, like, I didn't even think about this because I know how much you love The Last Jedi. I, I that is very unpopular. Yeah, the, it's very unpopular. The most, the most polarizing Star Wars movie. Damn. Yeah. Uh,
1: listen, uh, Luke was done incredibly well. Uh, Good. people are like, well, that's not Luke Skywalker. He would do that. He absolutely would. <laughs> Listen, he's not, the, the thing that I loved about The Last Jedi, Luke, is that he's not an idiot. And what I mean by that is he saw through the Jedi, the Jedi with the prequels show, which is the thing that pe- everyone seems to love so much. The things that the prequels show is that the Jedi freaking suck. They're trash, mm. and so and so Luke is like reading these like ancient Jedi texts, and he's you know like studying the, you know the Jedi or whatever, and he's like, the Jedi suck. <laughs> these mm-hmm. guys <laughs> suck. He's like, he's like, Palpatine was like there the entire time, and they didn't notice. Like, well, these freaking people are idiots. Like, you know, these guys are trash, <laughs> and so. So his whole world is like falling around him and this whole thing that he's dedicated his life to is crashing and so he's like see you later, right? And not yeah. only that his his Jedi temple that he was doing and Kylo Ren and all that whole freaking argument, uh he was going to kill he had a split second moment of I can't think of the word, but he 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 made a mistake, and he knew what the second he turned he turned that lightsaber on. and he regretted it immediately and wasn't gonna do anything. But the only thing people seem to want to remember is Ben's recollection of it, which is him like menacingly like staring him down and like ready to kill him, which is just not not what happened. And people are like, well, Luke wouldn't do that. I disagree i think luke's come very close to the dark side in return of the jedi he's not he's not he doesn't show any restraint he's not in the beginning of the movie he's very sort of jedi-like and he's you know being like cool calm collector or by the end of the movie he's just wailing on dark darth vader
0: and yeah, you de- yeah you definitely see, and he's it. showing
1: the whole point of not the whole point of the Jedi, but part of the part of being a Jedi is not letting your emotions get to you, because that's you inching closer to the dark side, and which is exactly what he was doing at the end of Return of the Jedi. Luke isn't isn't immune. He's not. He's human, and that's what I loved about the Last Jedi. Luke, he says it to Rey. He's like, you don't. You don't, I'm, like, I'm a legend, but you, uh, that's not who I really am. I can't just go down and face the First Order with a laser sword. Like, that's not, that's not, that's not going to happen. That's not realistic. Now, eventually he does that by outsmarting everyone. People are disappointed in that, that too, as if, again, like, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna, like, mow them all down, just him alone. That doesn't make any sense. So... Uh-huh. The only criticism of the last Jedi that I truly do understand is Canto Bite. That could have yeah. been just, which is I I truly think that if it wasn't for Canto Bite, it could have been better than Empire.
0: But that is a, <laughs> that, 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 that is that is the biggest hot take Listen, ever. That's I harder. know that, that's harder than a teacup. I know, steaming. I know.
1: Okay, and also. This movie not, necess- not necessarily introduced, but um, they emphasized this idea of Ray being a nobody, which is far more interesting than her being related to someone that we already know. And it yeah. was, and they were, and they were playing so hard with it too. Then obviously, in the Rise of Skywalker, we don't know what happened there. But the fact mm-hmm. that they were like she's a nobody and she has all this raw power. I'm like, yes, that's awesome. Anyone can be a Jedi. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, the crate looks gorgeous. It <laughs> uh,
0: looks, it does look phenomenal. I the like cinematography
1: that in that movie is like incredible, especially in the, in the, in the crate stuff. Hmm.
0: Uh,
1: Yeah. There's a there's a ton of stuff in that movie that just the complaints just don't make any sense to me. Like in the beginning uh of the movie, Poe is like doing that like sort of prank callish like joke on um on what's his name? And people are like, Why is this he this shouldn't be funny? What are they trying to be Marvel? Why are why is jokes in my Star Wars? As if comedy hasn't been in Star Wars before. But not only that, b- I've seen people saying, well, it's this, it's this specific kind of brand of humor that doesn't fit, even though that brand of humor was in Rogue One. And from the same character in the beginning of The Force Awakens, like Poe was like about to be executed. And and he's like, do I talk first? Do you talk first? How do we how are we going to do like he's being mm-hmm. jokey? That's that's his thing. So he does in The Last Jedi and all of a sudden it's trash. It doesn't make any sense. And all again, and, and and I'm just with Snoke, him getting killed <laughs> is not. That's not a bad thing. The emperor, because yeah. obviously now we know the Rise of Skywalker was Palpatine the whole time or whatever. But let's yeah. pretend for a second that that the Rise of Skywalker didn't ex- doesn't exist. Right, him getting killed is no different with without any. Uh, without really being a character with with no explanation to him at all is no different than when the emperor was killed in return of the jedi
0: there is no difference
1: uh-huh. but like and no one complains about that but in this it's trash doesn't make any sense
0: that in uh Darth Maul yes in episode 1 yes i, I oh dude i i i I got to find that tweet bro i had to find that tweet i'm sorry but man but but continue Uh, that's really it. I feel like
1: there's definitely, uh, probably something. I mean, the whole Luke versus Kylo fight at the end was just fantastic to me. Like, no one's gonna do, like, flips and prequel-style stuff. That's That's not the universe that we live in anymore. It wasn't like that in the original trilogy. Why would it be like that now? Yeah. So... But yeah, that's that's all I
0: got for for right now. All right. I mean, I that actually um, gave me a new perspective on the Last Jedi because, like, I mean, I never hated the Last Jedi, but like, of course, I never like, I never liked, I never loved it as much as you did. But now that you said that, I'd recommend a rewatch. Okay, and pretend the rise of Skywalker doesn't exist.
1: Yeah, I will definitely do that. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. One more thing. <laughs> um Superman Leia? I don't understand the complaints about that. I'm sorry. She has the force. It's not she's not she's not like, yeah. f- she's not literally flying to it. She's pulling herself to the door. Why can she survive in space? She has the force. Th- it's it's Leia. I I don't I, I don't understand. Well, and then people are like, well, the CGI looks bad. No, it doesn't.
0: <laughs> it. Uh, move on. You say your thing. It's like it's like people notice like they, they notice that it's CGI and you're like, well, CGI is bad. I'm like, okay, buddy, sorry that you have eyes. Anyways, <laughs> going back to the Dark Knight, and I don't I I don't think this is slander in any way. Um. But the Dark Knight and the Raimi trilogy have, in my opinion, created just this, like, unusual standard for Batman and Spider-Man in live action. Because, um, you know, between, you know, the Raimi trilogy stopping in 2007, I mean, yeah, no, 2000, yeah, 2007, right? Yeah, 2007. Yeah, 2007. And then you know we're getting the duology of the main Spider-Man films until now with Tom Holland being the MCU. I just see so many people being like, you know, Tom. Tom Yeah, Tom Holland is just like a bad Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire is better. Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man, and it's just like, and it's fine to like Toby more, but you can't just because it's not
1: Toby. You you just can't discredit the other two.
0: Yeah, and it's just like I. And the thing is, I love every Spider-Man to on screen because I might, because we never had a bad live-action Spider-Man in my opinion. Hundred percent. They're all they're all Peter Parker. They're all Spider-Man. They're just different iterations and different aspects from different comics of each Spider-Man. I'm, so I, don't I don't mean understand. To,
1: I don't mean to interrupt you, but I do want to say, uh, eventually we will be getting into Spider-Man mode for this podcast, and each week we're going to be talking about the different. Uh, iterations of spider-man so one week we'll be talking about the raimi trilogy the week after we'll be talking about andrew the week after we've been talking about tom and then the week before no Way home comes out we're going to be talking about each spider-man and their pros and cons and what makes each of them a good spider-man and what each of them lacks and we're also probably going to talk about how trash the spider-man fan base is <laughs> and a lot yeah. of the stupid complaints for each spider-man so we i because mm. I, we don't want to come off biased
0: but we do want to address some of that stuff go on yeah so yeah so because of that you know uh well I mean me me and Peyton both are on social media like Twitter and TikTok especially and we just see a bunch of people like oh my god you know Tobey Maguire he's the only Spider-Man he's the best Spider-Man and it's like that like it's like what Peyton said it's fine if you like Toby more but to completely discredit like Tom and Andrew It just doesn't sit right with me at all um going same thing with with with, uh, batman like people are like oh my god i want christian bale back why christian bale is the best batman he's the only batman and it's like bro like stop discrediting other like versions of batman it's literally just batman and of course there's some times where the actors will do something like you know completely different or completely like just like, the certain characters would be better that are not shown in the other movies, but I just don't like the fact that because of a certain trilogy and certain actors, you just have to, like, just be, like, just become completely toxic over that, and that's why, uh, like, I hope that that stops, like, with the Batman and No Way Home coming out, like, I really do hope that those movies change people's perspectives on, like, the their pre previous actors and everything because it's just like it's it's fine to like those actors and but i just i never thought about you know just being like oh well i i like to mcguire more uh because he's the only spider-man to me and i'm not gonna i mean probably most of it has to do with nostalgia to an extent but still i just i don't like that at all uh, That's it for me.
1: Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. It sets, a, it sets It just sets an unfair precedent for future iterations of the character. Uh, y- you can have multiple versions. It's fine. Again, you don't have to like those versions, but just to say they're objectively trash just because you they're not like the versions that you grew up with is just such weird behavior. Now, luckily, especially with the Spider-Man one, well, really, either of them, it's a vocal minority. The majority of people aren't that idiotic. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that's good. But it's they're, they're very vocal. They're a very vocal minority. And it's just very annoying. Um, so for me, my next one, very small. Iron Man 3 is great. Oh, okay, yeah. Iron Man Man 3, it it just gets better with age. Uh, The uh, the Mandarin twist is controversial, of course, but I liked it. I really loved the idea that the movie played on... uh, The Mandarin is this Middle Eastern terrorist guy. Oh, of course that's the bad guy. It's, you know, Middle Eastern, yeah, terrorist, yep, makes sense. But in reality, it's just this white guy, domestic terrorist that's behind everything i love that it played on western ideas of what a terrorist is and then dashing those expectations i understand comic book fans being mad at the mandarin twist i totally get it obviously that's a bit you know remedied now with shang chi uh but even still at the time I thought it was. I thought it was fantastic.
0: <laughs> I really mm-hmm.
1: think it's a great movie. It's also a good Christmas movie. I watch it like every Christmas because it's a Christmas movie. Yep. I I thought his whole uh, interaction, his little friendship with that kid, was was <laughs> was really fun.
0: Yeah, that that I, I like that too because it, it was also yeah. Um, I was gonna say like you know, it. Gave Iron Man a perspective of like, hey, you know, this is like what it's like not being an asshole for once, you know. But it's still Tony Stark in a way. He still kind of was like, you know, Tony Stark. But yeah. still, um, it did like gave it did give him a little bit more, like just just a little bit more perspective like development. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
1: Also, I also loved how you get to see him work without the suit. Mm-hmm. Which was always the question in the first Avengers. You know, take that big suit armor, take that off. What are you? Well, he's still a competent hero. That's what makes him super. He's not, you know, he's a superhero for a reason. Yep. So, yeah, that's mine. Iron Man 3 is massively underrated. and does not deserve the hate it Kits.
0: For sure. Um, so for my fourth one. Is that the Doctor Strange anime movies are they deserve more appreciation and I feel like they are a little more important than other MCU movies. Considering with Doctor Strange, uh, you know, I, I do, I'm, I'm gonna say this every time I bring up Doctor Strange, it's still so funny how Doctor Strange brought up the multiverse, and people when when Far From Home came out, they were discussing the multiverse. And it's like you, what you haven't watched Doctor Strange in his shows, like without all this stuff, it wasn't because of Doctor, it was, and then they announced Strange. the
1: title for Doctor Strange 2 in the
0: multiverse of madness, and people
1: were still like, nah, multiverse isn't a thing,
0: yeah. I'm just like, why, why are y'all disregarding it so much? Um, but, anyways, yeah, and the thing is with Ant Man, the Ant Man movies. You know they're they're like they're solid movies they're decent movies, and they're something like you know they're not like oh my god oh oh my god but they do so they do have an important aspect in the MCU which is the quantum or the quantum realm, and that's something we're going to be seeing a lot more of in Quantum Mania, so I am excited for that, but yeah I really do think that will just show more respect to these. Well, not respect, but, like, more recognition to these movies and more appreciation to them, you know?
1: Yeah, Marvel, I mean, Marvel seems to have this thing where they're more underappreciated or they're more underrated movies seem to be the most important. Yeah. Which is, it's funny, to be honest. <laughs> like like a Thor The Dark World being such a big player in Endgame uh, obviously, Ant Man with the
0: with the quantum realm stuff. That that's just it's just I mean it's just I find it so like wild to me. But um, you know, I mean that's just it for my for that for that one. All right,
1: so my next one is the old Fantastic Four movies and the old and the Ghost Rider movies are great movies. <laughs> I like them a lot, especially the Fantastic Four ones. They're just they're just great
0: fun oh yeah oh yeah you you, you just love uh re into wolverine don't you hell yeah i do yeah. <laughs> oh that that that's a that's a cursed scene very it is, cursed it is a cursed scene but
1: <laughs> but those movies are great especially the dynamic between uh human torch and the thing mm-hmm. they i mean they just nailed that yeah i I I like that yeah so they're they're just fun movies are they great movies no no they're not but there's definitely a nostalgia factor to them because I watched them a lot as a kid I admit that but I I love them a lot and as far as the Ghost Rider movies especially the I actually think the second one is better but I enjoy the first one more Mm -hmm. I think I think again I I watched him a lot as a kid and I thought it was, I thought it was like the coolest thing. <laughs> I mean, Ghost Rider is yeah. still cool. It's a freaking flaming skull riding a motorcycle with a chain, like a huge chain as a weapon. Like, hell yeah. For sure. But yeah, that's, that's I don't really have anything. Other, 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 uh, I don't have anything else
0: to say about that. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm writing another unpopular opinion. All right. Um, My next one is blasphemous, probably. Oh, okay wait for this one. Well, you said uh, an an unpopular opinion that be blasphemous to 50% of the Star Wars fandom. Yeah. All right. You ready? Yeah. Edward Norton's Hulk is a good Hulk. All right. Well,
1: uh, we're stopping the podcast there. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening to the...
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so here's what I like about Edward Norton's Hulk. It's it's the look. It's the look of it. Not to say that's the worst aspect. Shut up. That's literally the worst part. Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. up. (laughs) Well, I do agree, right? I I do like Mark Ruffalo's Hulk a lot. I like I think Mark Ruffalo plays a great Bruce Banner. For sure. I like his Hulk too because like his Hulk gives me like Hulk cover, like the, the cover of Hulk vibes. But, like, Edward Norton, like, when I recently rewatched uh, The Incredible Hulk, I was like, damn, like, I like this Hulk a lot. I like the look of it. He was, it was it's more brutalizing, like, or not brutalizing. It's more menacing. You see his veins pop out. It's, I hate that. you know, I will, I will say I'm not a big fan of the, of the haircut. You know, it kind of has this, like, little emo boy kind of haircut. You know, kind of like a little longer hair. Uh, that's fine. I like that. Way more just hair. Kind of a little bit more darker shade of green, but I like that a lot. I like I like that I like that uh look of Edward Norton's Hulk. But you know, I'm fine of the Hulk that you know we have and we are gonna be seeing more of in the MCU. But yeah, that's what I like.
1: Yeah. I, I think Edward Norton did a good job as Bruce Banner. I, he, as far as look goes, I think he's actually pretty a good choice. I st- I don't really, I don't. He, he's good, but yeah, just Mark Ruffalo just fits the bill for mm. Bruce Banner so well. But as mm-hmm, far as the yeah. Hulk design goes, I hate it. I think the green is too dark, but I also feel like that that whole movie is kind of dark. Um, yeah. I mean, Especially in literally
0: battle. literally see like freaking a, a human get kicked by the by the Hulk into a tree. And like, God, that seems see. so funny. I know it is funny. And then I but then I rewatched the because I watched like part of the movie like this is how forgettable this movie was at the time. I watched like, you know, Blonsky fight the Hulk. And I'm like, how is he going toe to toe toe to toe with the Hulk? And I was like, oh, I forgot he has a super soldier serum. That's I just I forgot about that. But then it ended when he got kicked. Yeah, you know, that was funny to me. Uh, as far as the Hulk design goes, yeah, you're right. The hair is,
1: I mean, it is what it is. Not it's not like bad, but it's not also, it's also not great either. I think mm-hmm. I think peak design for the Hulk is Age of Ultron and the First Avengers. Uh,
0: yeah, but his yeah.
1: but in the Incredible Hulk is that the whole muscly look like you can like you can see it Ugh. oh I hate it I hate it I hate it I hate it so much <laughs> I think it's gross he looks slimy I don't like it
0: you don't like it? I don't like it at all wow
1: but that, that movie that the, the movie as a whole is better than I remembered it because I also watched it uh. semi recently and because I hadn't seen it in a long time I had tried to watch it a couple times actually but the beginning mm. is so boring and so slow i just i was just like i don't want to i don't want to watch okay. this but i pushed through the one time and i was like this is better than i remember still not great though uh my next one is probably blasphemous i think i think it's blasphemous no it's blasphemous but it's accurate <laughs> um the captain america trilogy is better than the dark knight trilogy
0: Mm, mm, oh, dude.
1: Now, now now, let's break this down right so obviously they're both trilogies right you have captain america the first avenger then the winter soldier then civil war for dark knight you got batman begins the dark knight and the dark knight rises let's break it down all right so if we we're going to take these movies and rank them just generally as far as popularity go worst to best it would be batman or it'd be the dark knight rises Uh, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, right? And for Captain Mm -hmm. America, it would be the first Avenger, the Winter Soldier, and then probably Civil War. You can probably flip those two depending on who you ask, but I feel like just generally, I think Civil War, even though people like to say the Winter Soldier is like the best thing ever made, I feel like a majority of people would probably say Civil War is their favorite. Yeah. So let's look at it like that, right? So yeah. The Dark Knight Rises versus Captain America, the First Avenger. The First Avenger is better. I think, right? A lot of people don't like The Dark Knight Rises, and that makes a lot of sense. You go to the next one, The Winter Soldier versus Batman Begins. The Winter Soldier is better.
0: Okay.
1: You go to the next one, Civil War versus The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight would probably win, Mm -hmm. even though Civil War is a fantastic movie. So that's Captain America. That's two to one in favor of Captain America. And then if you look at it, as far as consistency goes, you have the first Captain America, which is decent, but a majority of people probably wouldn't put it in, you know, I mean, we would, we'd love that movie. But as just generally speaking, not a lot of people's favorite, right? Yeah. And then the other two are beloved and then you have the Dark Knight trilogy and then you have Batman Begins and the Dark Knight Rises which is people don't really talk about Batman Begins and people don't like the Dark Knight Rises and then you have the Dark Knight yeah. so the Captain America trilogy is also more consistent
0: okay no, it's no, better that's, that's, fair, and that's fair to say that's fair to say Captain America trilogy is better 100% that is a, that is wow that is a hot take i've never i've actually never really heard that hot take do you agree i understand it but do you agree i can agree to an extent yes (laughs) what do you what do you mean i agree to an extent i mean i had had nothing else to say because you kind of already said it for me so you agree to an extent yeah (laughs) but (laughs) But like, but because it's Batman, I'm gonna pick Batman because wow. Batman is, rules everything. He solo's Batman, every character. But Batman solos like the universe. Batman so, would know, solo has, Thanos with enough prep time. I know, right? <laughs> but no, nah, actually, um, yeah, I, I can I can agree with you. I can I can agree with that. You see where I'm coming from, right? Yeah, but I'm gonna. I, I'm, but what I'm gonna do for right now, as a as a, you know, placekeeper. I'm going to rewatch all, I'm going to rewatch both trilogies and I'll give you my thoughts on those. All right. All right. You ready for this one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Birds of Prey is better than Guardians 1. <sighs> now, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I was, oh my God. <laughs> Dude.
1: Your heart sunk. I know that. <laughs> you had and you had. Me. I was like, "What? I like okay. Birds of Prey but better than
0: Guardians 1." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I will say, War well, uh, Woman 1984 and Birds of Prey are are actually pretty like, you know, they're enjoyable watches. They're enjoyable movies. Agreed. And I'm going to add on to this. Um, I think that Birds of Prey was a little jump start to the DCEU becoming a little bit better.
1: 100%. Yeah, it's it's really you could give the same credit to Shazam, but yeah, Birds of Prey is is a lot more violent, <laughs> you know? Wait, wait, Birds of Prey
0: came out after Shazam? I thought it came out before Shazam. No, Birds of Prey came out in 2020. Re- what? Yeah, it came out during the pandemic. What? Yeah, that's why no one
1: saw it. Because it was like right at the peak of like sort of everyone like being scared of the of uh, the pandemic. So like yeah, no one saw it. That's why it flopped so hard. <laughs>
0: Dude, what the hell? What? Yeah. What yeah. Like I I like, I remember seeing it in theaters, but I don't remember. like I don't remember it coming out in twenty twenty. Yeah, bro. It was like early twenty twenty. What? That's so wild. Because, like you know, I was thinking because you know Shazam was can be said, can, yeah, like you said, it can be said about Shazam too. But I, I feel like you know, it, I feel like with Shazam, it was a different change of pace, which was needed for the Birds of the Prey DCEU. walked so the Suicide Squad could run. Ooh,
1: it's the, it's the, it's that it's, it's that for mm. for the DCE like without Birds of Prey, I feel like. The Suicide Squad wouldn't have really had a chance to, not necessarily be as good as it is. is not what I'm saying, but like I feel like DC wouldn't be as confident mm-hmm. in sort of that sort of tone, yeah. Because Birds of Prey did it first, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I'm a, so yeah, I, I guess it's both said with Shazam and Birds of Prey were really good jump starts to the DCEU becoming better. But to add on to Wonder Woman 1984 people were you know when the movie came out people were saying it's just a bad movie whatever and then you watched it and you said that you know wasn't that bad and then I watched it and I was like wow this is actually an enjoyable watch like it is a very convoluted like film because it's not you know, great. the whole yeah it's definitely not great but it, it's not as bad people make it out to be but you know, it is an enjoy because yeah it's an, it's a fun film like the, that, right. that whole sequence
1: I always I always talk about Pedro Pascal in it but like, besides Pedro Pascal, the whole sequence where um, Steve Trevor is sort of like being like, like so excited about like all this futuristic stuff mm-hmm. in the eighties, and he's just like, "Whoa!" And she's like, "He's like, what's this?" And and she's like, "That's a trash can." And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> that was like super infectious."
0: Yeah, I I do think that the the whole thing with the Dreamcatcher catcher stone was it it, it was a kind of like a convoluted thing and it kind um, of
1: broke a lot of the stuff in the
0: universe yeah it did but um i still think that you know for what it's worth it was a fun film uh i did wish we saw more of cheetah cheetah mm. was is is, a, is really good um because i was actually really excited for cheetah because cheetah is a really powerful like villain when it comes to Wonder Woman simply because like she's just like abnormally strong um and like her skill set as a villain it's just when it comes to Wonder woman she becomes a really big threat so that's why i was excited to see her um but we didn't get more of that and i was kind of disappointed uh but yeah that's pretty much all i have for that one
1: all right my next one is batman forever is pretty freaking solid, and I think it's better than Batman versus Superman.
0: Mm. Hmm. Uh, I never seen Batman. I've never seen Batman Forever, so I can't speak you on that.
1: Should <laughs> Val Kilmer is is, is is a very underrated Batman. The bat suit is questionable. Nipples. Uh, <laughs> I think Val Kilmer was actually a solid Batman. Jim and, uh, <laughs> jim carrey's riddler is solid tommy lee jones 2 Face, uh also decent I, th- yeah. I don't know i think it's a really underrated batman movie and i feel like it's the just juxtaposition between like getting the dark knight retu- or the dark knight returns getting uh batman returns and then shifting into the super campy batman forever
0: isn't it like is isn't one of those like schumacher films
1: yeah it's it's the first schumacher film
0: oh, okay that that's why I just haven't checked it out yet
1: yeah dropped the ball hard with Batman and Robin but I actually think Batman Forever was genuinely pretty freaking solid mm-hmm. um, and as far as it being better than BVS uh, you haven't seen it so you wouldn't know but it's better We're than BVS not. you probably wouldn't think it's better than BVS but I think it's a lot more fun than nah. BVS okay uh, I don't know man I like it <laughs> I like it I think it's underrated I think people should give it a second chance but yeah that's really all I have
0: for that Uh, that's interesting i have to watch Batman forever Um, maybe after the podcast while I'll eat after I'm watching
1: after I'm Boom done Patrol. binging
0: Doom Patrol god that's such a good good show um, yeah, I gotta
1: catch up now I feel, I feel like I'm fucking falling behind god damn
0: uh, 7 my 7th the movie seven uh, never seen it <gasps> <laughs> it's a great film you'll be surprised as a film major i haven't watched that many movies iconic ones i still have yet to watch the godfather i still haven't seen the godfather either <laughs> i know it's, i've been slacking bro i recently watched scarface like three months ago it's i still haven't
1: seen scarface either
0: really Mm. Not a big there, fan of the end. Not a big fan of the ending. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen, too. Yeah, we exactly. that,
1: that should be a podcast. We should do a podcast where we watch like three movies we've like iconic movies that we've never seen.
0: Yeah, we should do that one day. But seven, um, Watchmen deserves more appreciation, and I think it's one of Zack Snyder's better films, or like one of Zack Snyder's best films. That is one of the worst takes I've ever heard shut up i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) all aggressive but like yeah i've said it a lot i really do think that i really love watchmen like i love the the series uh i really do like the movie and i just feel like watchmen right now well not right now but i have yet to see like a lot of not necessarily praise but not slander either for watchmen I feel like it's one of those movies, to where it's like you know at the time for me when I watched it it was like one of those you know one and done movies, but I watched it again, and I'm like wow this movie is really really good, I I love it I love it a lot I love uh, Ozymandias. Mandius, I love the comedian, um, there's some stuff about Silk structure that I liked, but also like you know with Doctor Manhattan. Master? Yeah. Friggin' Night Owl. Night owls is Night, Night Owl. It's not, it's not a lot. And then the thing is with Rorschach, like, I used to idolize Rorschach, not because, like, of his, like, you know, ideals and, like, and his morals and stuff, just because he was a cool character. But I grew up and I was like, this man is horrible. He is a horrible person. Like, Jesus this man is just not right in the head. But he looks cool as shit. Yeah, but he looks cool, but my god. Like when I was I when I read more about like Rorschach, I was like, Hi, why did I like this character as a kid? Like, why was I trying to be so edgy? It's just not it. <laughs> it's not it, dude. Yeah. Watchmen is fine.
1: It's fine. I think but until uh, before Zack Snyder's Justice League came out I, th- I think I think that was his best
0: movie comic yeah, book and movie he, and I know that you're not a big Zack Snyder fan as much as I am but I mean I'm glad that you said that you know that was Watchmen is a good Zack Snyder film but I I like Watchmen a lot I think the show is even even like just as just as good as the movie I think I wanted I want a, like an epilogue, like like uh, episode, but I know they're not going they're not going to make like a season two or anything. They're not going to do that, which sucks. But anyways, you can continue. The movie Joker sucks.
1: It's Damn. trash.
0: Damn. Horrible. Damn. One of the
1: worst movies I've ever seen. Damn. Not really, but I do think it's massively overrated. Okay. Locking Lockheed P- Phoenix's performance, incredible, amazing, phenomenal, deserving of the Oscar that he got, but as a movie, uh, not, not a, not a fan that the second that he gets into the talk show, yeah. that, that from there to the end of the movie, great. Awesome. Everything before, I, I'm not a fan. I, I don't really... Have a lot to say with this, so I'm just gonna move on to my next one. <laughs> that uh, Black Panther is massively overrated. Okay, so two overrated movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Black Panther, that shit got a freaking Best Picture nomination. For what? We know why. <laughs> we know exactly um, why. But it doesn't deserve it. It didn't win, thank God. But it didn't. It didn't even deserve the nomination. If we're being honest, it's just by the books basic average Marvel movie plot mm-hmm. I I will I appreciate and I will always respect what it did culturally but people got to stop acting like this is the like the best movie ever made <laughs> you know
0: yeah and let, you know god forbid we say this on TikTok or else when we call it, we call it anti, anti-black you hate Chadwick Boseman It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, bro, come on, bro. Ain't no way. Like, I've seen people, like, I've seen, like, actual, like, black people say this, like, opinion on TikTok. And people will be like, why do you hate black people? Like, what? Where are you getting that from? God forbid we have an opinion on Black Panther, the movie. I thought Killmonger was great. Killmonger was solid. He's a solid villain. Like, I like his... His um, you know, his idea, like his ideology. Yeah, kill all wanna... white people. <laughs> the oppressors. White people. Uh. <laughs> um. Move on to my uh last one, my last unpopular opinion. All right, you ready? Yeah. Are are you are you sure? I think so.
1: I feel like the Dark Knight... I can't feel like it can't be as bad as the Dark Knight one. I think, maybe.
0: No, I'm scared. All right. You're scared? Henry Cavill is a better Superman than Christopher Reeve. I'm kidding. And I never will say that. I never will. That is blasphemous. That is a blasphemous thing to say. But that is... But but it's true. Are you sure about that, brother?
1: Are you sure about that? How is he not a better Superman?
0: You're joking, right? Yeah, I'm joking. I was, I was flipped it around, flipped it around. You said Uno reverse card. <laughs> um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find one. I, 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 forgot to, forgot to put it down. Um, I, I would go on with the more movies I need appreciation. You know, I, I'm gonna just say it. I think Superman Returns needs more appreciation. And Brandon Routh is a fantastic Superman. Agreed. So, I mean, Superman Returns, I feel I like, Well, actually, not even about Superman Returns. I feel like Brandon Routh... Brandon Routh is like the Andrew Garfield of, like, Spider-Man. 100%. He literally, he, like, he's a one fantastic the, actor. One of the best iterations of the character, but is in, just in a bad movie. Yeah, he was in a bad movie, and then they, cu- they cut him short. But... But he he has redemption in the CW as Kingdom Come Superman, which is fantastic. I love that character so much. Brandon Routh killed it again. And Superman's Kingdom Come suit in the CW is probably the best suit they have ever done. He needs a solo series on HBO Max. He really does. I feel like the CW... Does Superman's Super, yes, a Kryptonian suits better than like any other suits? I, I really do feel like, I feel like that's, I feel like that they, that's where they shine the best. Cause you know, they almost, they, they kind of almost had it the first time with Hecklin's suit and, uh, when he was on Supergirl, it was like, yeah, the cape good. straps were, yeah, that much. was it. And then they, they nailed it in, uh, they did it with Supergirl, you know, in the first couple of seasons. And it got better with Supergirl. And then they nailed it with Hecklin's suit. In and, like, Manalowas. you know. Oh, I was going to say, like, they made it better than... Because they, they changed it a little bit in, like, uh, the crossover. The black and suit? Then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they made it even like better with Super Mandalowas. Yeah, the color was really cool. I liked that a lot. And then, like, you know, like I said... They made it even better in Superman and Lois, especially with the Action Comics uh, suit. Oh, my God. But, that suit is so good. I need more of that suit. Oh, that my is, God. It's like my, like, my mom made it. That line, I love that line I so much. She's
1: so hard when I saw that for the first time. I was like, geez,
0: this is Superman to a T. Really, it really is. And then the Kingdom Come suit just makes it even better. And then the, the, the detail of it. The detail of it, is so it's so good. Like the little Superman insignias as the making of the suit for Kingdom Come. Yeah, that that that's that's peak, peak Superman suit right there. God, Heckling and Routh are great. That's all. I mean, that's all the pop opinions that I really have. I have right uh, I have a few more. All right, continue. We'll, we'll discuss about that.
1: X Men: The Last Stand is not that bad. Hmm, okay. I think it's solid. It's it's definitely the weakest out of the X
0: Men trilogy. hundred yeah. percent. But I don't I, think it's bad at all. The X Men movies, they're not bad movies. They just get messed up because of how convoluted they are. Like, they get they're have a convoluted like timeline and they're just filled with like plot holes and it because it's that could be said about, you know, a lot of movies. But that's just where the X Men movies arguably really at fault. Let's not forget that X Men Three gave us Kelsey Grammer's Beast,
1: which is just phenomenal. I think I think he's. I I don't want to say he's like one of the best casting choices ever, but he's he. I feel like he should be in the conversation a lot more.
0: Yeah. Uh. uh
1: I'm trying to I'm trying to think of some of the. I don't like the fact I don't like the whole they brought in like the mutant cure stuff. That was a yeah. bit. Uh, that was a bit um too soon. But, and again, they did... I appreciate the movie more now that Dark Phoenix is out because they managed to do Dark Phoenix better than Dark Phoenix. and it's still not great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no. But like Dark Phoenix had the hindsight of X-Men 3, and they still mm. dropped the ball.
0: <laughs> I um, I feel like with the mutant, with the mutant cure thing, they should have done it like around Days of Future Past. I always found Days of Future Past and Logan to be ironic, How? because because they because the Days of Future Past mutants are getting killed off, which is which is to try to prevent. Only in Logan they end up becoming wiped out anyways. So it's like what it's like what it's like. What's the point? That's the ironic part about those two movies. Yeah, right? that's true. Other than that, I, yeah, I still do believe the mutant cure thing. Should have been around Days of Future Past, maybe even like a little bit before, um or maybe like you know that that could have been like a plot point in Days of Future Past because they're getting wiped out because of them, you cure or some some variation of that, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I agree. I agree with your take on that.
1: Uh, I have an I have two more. The Lego Batman isn't that funny, nor is it that
0: great. Wow. You want to, you want to know something that I've heard before? What I've seen a lot of actually. I've heard people say that the, the Lego Batman is like the best iteration of Batman. Yeah, I've seen that. I've definitely seen that. I don't get it. Um,
1: I don't think it's a bad movie, mind you. I think it's mm-hmm. fine. I actually just rewatched it recently, and I was and it was a little bit better than I remembered. But like the whole third act, just kind of it kind of fell apart for me. Mm-hmm. It kind of just turned into. Look at all this stuff that we own. Warner Brothers. Uh, Will Arnett was great. I thought I thought everyone in it was great yeah. as far as uh, cast goes. I just didn't think it was. I don't. I don't think it was that funny. I thought that. I, but I thought the Lego movie was fantastic. So I don't know. So it's not like the brand of humor that I don't like. I don't know. Yeah. I I, I couldn't tell you what it is. But yeah, I don't, I'm I'm not a fan of the Lego Batman movie. Crazy. I'm sorry. Mm. But uh, Damn. my last one is the Star Wars prequels aren't good. Your nostalgia goggles are blinding you to the truth. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying you can't like the movies, but to say they're objectively good movies, besides Revenge of the Sith, is idiotic. They're bad. They suck. The dialogue is trash. It's laughable. It's corny. It's cringe. Oh, just horrible I respect it especially uh, the Phantom Menace for what it did for special effects Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but it's trash
0: yeah (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. and I'm not even talking about Jar Jar Binks which I uh, to be honest I guess that's an unpopular opinion I don't mind Jar Jar Binks I don't like him but I also don't think he's the worst thing to ever be created in the history of the planet Thanks. but yeah the prequels besides Revenge of the Sith aren't good and even some stuff of the Reve- in revenge of the sith i'm 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 like mm, mm i don't know about this <laughs> yeah star wars prequels aren't uh, i understand growing up with them because we did especially revenge of the sith but like yeah growing up with them that's and and liking them on that level is fine i like them yeah but they're bad movies <laughs> And Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of this comes from when people say like the prequels are better than the sequels. I'm sorry, Mm. but they're 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 not. I mean, you can like the prequels better than the sequels. You can think that you think the sequels story is bad. That's not what I'm saying. But they're not
0: good. (laughs) I I will say the prequels and the prequels and the sequels have are like inverse for me. While while I have two like two my like, prequel movies that I don't like but one that I do one that I do like it's the opposite for the the sequels I could like two sequel movies and not like the other one and which is funny because the one that I love is the last out of the, the prequel trilogy or the one that I hate is that is the one out of the sequel trilogy so that's kind of what I how I feel about those two and their movies. While with the original trilogy I love all three of them what I will say is that you know could be arguable that the Return of the Jedi is the weakest out of the original trilogy. It is. And so that's kind of how I feel about it. Because you know I don't like The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones but I love Revenge of the Sith and I like uh, the Last Jedi and the Force Awakens, but I do not like Rise of Skywalker at all. Holy God, that movie is just weird. <laughs> movie movie is like missed opportunities into one movie. If you want it's to know ha-
1: more of our thoughts in detail on the Rise of Skywalker, you should go watch, You should go listen to our uh, <laughs> the best Star Wars trilogy episode. Podcast.
0: Yeah. Go watch that. There's other more thoughts I have, but you know I'm just saving them for another day. Do you have any more? Do you want to like even read some of the blasphemous ones you read? Um, the blasphemous unpopular opinions. Yeah. Let me see. I I just I don't I don't. Well, I, oh yeah, hell no. This one, this person said the Suicide Squad is garbage. Can't even match the first Suicide Squad, which was pretty bad itself. Yeah, that's a hard L. Oh, oh and then this one, he says the Snyder Trilogy is three of the greatest superhero films to, to date. And Batman vs Superman is the best comic book movie of all time. Jesus. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to downvote that and report him for that opinion. Oh, my God. That is just horrible. I understand liking Batman vs Superman. I don't. But I can totally get why you would. Yeah, um, exactly.
1: But the people out there calling it a masterpiece.
0: Uh I, God, I'm a, I can't call it anything a masterpiece. And like I'm gonna say it on the podcast, I don't like calling it anything a masterpiece because that term is just so loosely used and I just I just can't I cannot use it. Yeah, everything's a masterpiece now. Right shit, I'm a masterpiece, bro. Hell yeah. It's like but whatever I I mean is that it is that the show I think that's it
1: alright well thank you for listening to the Avengers podcast if you want to follow us we're at Avenge Nerds on Twitter that's A-V-E-N-G-E nerds all one word if you want to follow either one of us you can reach me at it's underscore on Twitter where can they find
0: you uh follow me at Torrentino report us account uh oh we we
1: have we have a discord if you'd like to join the conversation there all of those will be linked in the show notes you can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in you can also review the show in app on apple Podcasts. if you could leave five stars and a review it would really help us out thanks again for listening to the avengers podcast we'll see you next week see you later infinity wars overrated garbage
0: uh,